In the lives of Native Americans, we all have one thing in common, bloodlines. The bloodlines are what connect our past to our future. In this podcast, we talk with indigenous women who are impacting their world for the better in big ways and small ways, while never forgetting to go back to their roots. Join Jeannie Burgess, member of the Peoria Tribe of Oklahoma, as she has conversations with powerful Native American women who are making a difference in their neighborhood, communities, and their world. Please subscribe and share and review our podcast. Thank you for joining us. everyone. Welcome to Bloodlines. I am more than excited about my guest uh, today, probably because she's my very first niece ever. And uh, just very happy to have her on Bloodlines and uh, to hear kind of what she's like as a grown up because now she's all grown up. And so Erin Deathridge, I welcome you to the program. Welcome to Bloodlines. Yeah, thank you for having me. I guess tonight is Bloodlines times two since we're <laughs> related. <laughs> it is bloodlines times two. Yes, yes. So Aaron, um, talk about, I mean, I know what tribe you're from, obviously, but tell us what tribe you're from and a little bit about what you do in life. Yeah, so I am a uh, proud member of the Peoria tribe. Um, and as far as what I do, I I like to say I'm a, an active musician that also has a day job <laughs> that, uh, that, that allows me, my, my Monday through Friday um, allows me to uh, be able to go out and, and play music. I mean, that's, that's my number one passion. That's what I really enjoy doing. And um, so with that, I do, I do some solo stuff um, instrumentally as a guitarist. Uh, with kind of a neat little twist and then I also have an acoustic duo that that I play around pretty frequently um and then also uh, I play in a a five-piece band we do like country classic rock um some covers and and originals and um actually I'm uh now kind of dipping dipping into the DJ game, as you know, I DJed your party yes. before we hopped on here. I just booked a uh, a uh, DJ gig for Saturday night for a Halloween party. So, yeah, you, she, she actually, everyone, she actually DJed at my 60th birthday party and did the most amazing job. So I would totally recommend her as a DJ too. Uh, on my resume, <laughs> a lot on your resume, <laughs> and she is a really talented. A uh, really talented musician, Aaron. Do you remember your do you do you remember your first kind of uh, memory or time when you realized, hey, I'm a member of an Indian tribe? Definitely the well. If we're going back, whenever I was younger, um, <laughs> as funny as it sounds, I think just from memory, the Peoria Christmas party. Um, that really comes to mind. Actually, there, 
one of the funniest stories that I remember, um, my, my grandpa, um, your dad, uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember he played Santa Claus one year and I, I'm pretty sure I was calling him out like, that's not Santa, that's grandpa. <laughs> yeah. The Peoria actually, they have kind of legendary Christmas parties for the children. They really do. Yeah. And this year I heard the plans for this year and it's going to be pretty amazing. So, um, you know, the purpose of bloodlines, the podcast is really to point, uh, uh, kind of just shine a light and point out, uh, indigenous native American women that are doing really, uh, great things in their world and, and, and changing lives and helping lives. And do you ever think on a daily basis, uh, do you ever think about your Indian heritage and kind of how that propels you? Um, I think it it really started to, um, on an unfortunate matter, I think it really started to kind of mean more um, when when grandma passed away. Um, you know, that was, it, and I think it all had to do with my age. I mean, you know, I, I didn't realize how lucky I was to grow up around it. You know, we had um, Donnie, cause Donnie who was um, chief mm-hmm. and, and obviously grandma was so active um, in the tribe. And, um, you know, I think of it now and it's like, I, that would have been so cool to go to some of those meetings and, and things like that, you know, with her to um, kind of, kind of have that perspective. But yeah, I, I definitely am trying to kind of seek and, and find different ways to be more involved. Um, and, and kudos to the tribe too, you know, from what I've seen. Um, like, for example, I just attended my first annual meeting last year and that was, that was so neat. You know, they had the, um, the chief election and yes, um, we got to hear some, some people speak and um, that was, that was really meaningful. And it was also nice to see, kind of how far the tribe has come and how many people are, are so involved in it. I love that they send out um, a newsletter. You know, I do, they, they email those out. Um, if you opt in for that, and that's something that I, I like to read through and keep up with. They've also, um, they've also offered a, a language class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been every, every Thursday night. I haven't been able <laughs> I've been booking actively gigs. And right, right. However, what's great about this, the, the, the instructor is named Wesley. He's, he's been phenomenal, a great teacher. But um, what's great about it is for people like me who haven't been able to sit on, on the class, um, they allow you to go, they record it, they allow you to go back and they kind of give you some ongoing homework and, and things like that. So that's been really neat. Um, I think that that's, so important for the tribe to um, just have that awareness like hey if we offer these things you know for people who want to be more involved um, those those resources are there. There's a really big cultural emphasis on with the Peorias there's like if you were if you um, were at the general council meeting you would and and you were there you saw that there were like uh, even items that had been dug up from you know from um, the burial land up in Illinois. And, and, you know, it, it's funny because uh, your grandmother, my mother, 
uh, did the she designed the Peoria symbol mm -hmm. um, that is used everywhere. And uh, she did that as an applique. That's how it very first started. And when I was doing, uh, when I when my designer, my uh, producer actually did the Bloodlines logo that you know goes on the, it's like the picture that goes on like Apple and Spotify and places like that to find the podcast. We used a, uh, we used that emblem, and um, I had sent. Uh, I had sent information to do to do something in the newsletter next time, and they said, "Oh, by the way, um, you're using the symbol." And I was like, "Yeah, my mom did it." <laughs> and they were like, "You got to have permission." <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yes. Oh, wow. So they've gotten careful about that. So I then had to go and get a piece of paper that I filled out what I was using it for, and then I haven't no had it notarized, and I turned it in. But it was like, well, my mom did it, so I didn't even think about it. Uh, my but mom, so it's mine. <laughs> my mom did it, so it's mine. And they were like, no, it's not. It's the tribes, and I'm like, okay. So, wow. but you honored Grandma in an interesting way because you happen to love tattoos. Mm -hmm. So, talk a little bit about kind of what made you decide to do the Peoria emblem on, on as a tattoo. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, um, yeah. So after, after she passed, she was such a, such a monumental figure to me. You know, we just, we just always had a really, really great relationship. And, um, and when she passed, you know, like I said, that just, it kind of kicked it into gear. You know, I just, I think by delving into some of the Peoria history and the Peoria stuff, um, it made me feel closer to her. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's, I, on my, on my back um, left shoulder, I got the Peoria emblem um, tattooed on there and forgive me, I can't quote, you know, the different arrows represent the different tribes that, that make up yeah. it. That was, yeah. that was really cool. My, the tattoo artist that I went to, you know, I showed him and he's like, Oh, what does it mean? So it's cool. Cause I got to go through all of that history and, and explain that. So yeah, of course, every time, every time I um, see that, I always, I always think of her. I mean, I, I think of her very often, but, but that's a nice little reminder. She was definitely uh Peoria proud, as we say, Um, you know, oh. I think that, I think so much of that pride of being a Peoria Indian and what that really means. I really think that it came from her because she was very proud of that Indian heritage. And also, you know, she served on the enrollment committee for, I don't know how many years, like many, many years. Like I want to say 25, but I need to find out exactly how many. And she knew how to trace the tribes all the way back. You know, she, she, um, and that's why the podcast is named bloodlines because we all are attached by the bloodline. And if you don't have a bloodline as a, as a native American bloodlines are what takes you all the way back. And so named it bloodlines. And then when she passed away, I took her place on the enrollment committee, um, as a legacy because they wanted one of her children to be doing that. And I happen to be the one. And so I've loved being on the enrollment committee and kind of all that that's meant. Um, so, you know, I 
I think, and a lot of the women that I've talked to um, uh, for the podcast really do feel like that there's a certain amount of strength that comes from being a, a Native American woman. And I know you're still pretty young, but have you tapped, do you feel like that you'll, you, you have, or you will tap into that? I think so. I think, um, you know, obviously she, grandma was kind of my, my prime example of like a strong Native American woman. Um, I think the more that, um, you know, I seek out these opportunities and, and um, try and, and get involved and, and find ways to do that. I think that will help me to um, be stronger in, in that particular, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll only be stronger in, in that particular, I guess, realm, you know, mm -hmm. if, if that makes sense. Um, because uh, just like anything else, you know, knowledge, <laughs> knowledge is power. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's definitely, it, since you kind of started this podcast, funny enough, you know, the, the title bloodlines, and then knowing that, that grandma traced back, you know, all of our bloodlines, like that's something like my wheels are spinning. I'm like, man, that would be, that would be so cool to sit down sometime and, and kind of see, you know, how far back we span and, kind of what, what some of that history is, because I mean, you know, it just like, I, I vaguely remember her mother, Grandma Ruby, um, you know, like some photos, I'm, I'm recalling, uh, she had like some photos on, I believe it was their reservation and, um, you know, just, just seeing those. So just to think about the stories and what all they had to persevere and, you know, kind of tapping into that and applying that to to today um yeah that's that's going to give you a, a source of encouragement and you know wanting to um strive to to be a stronger stronger female um stronger native american just a stronger person in general yeah because you know when you think about it um the the roots go all the way back to the trail of tears and so at that's when the the four tribes, the Piekasha, Kaskaski, we all and Peoria all bound together when that was all happening. And then so many tribes were basically pushed down into Oklahoma. That's why Oklahoma, Northeast Oklahoma has so many tribes. And if you think about what it took to really what they did to have to really survive, um, and and that you're part of that history. You're part of that trail of tears. It's actually pretty astounding. Now, I know that you and me and and kind of like even mom, my mom, we're called uh, I've learned it's called passing white because we look like white girls. We don't look like Indian girls. <laughs> and um, so and certainly don't look like Native American girls. Um, I think with mom, you could tell it a little bit because my mom had kind of piercing black eyes. I think that that was very tribal. I think that her skin was very indigenous, beautiful skin. Um, I still feel like I don't look a bit Indian until I say, oh, I'm Native American. And they go, oh, I can tell it's in your cheekbones, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but we look white, Erin. <laughs> yeah, I, I always tell people, you know, that I'm 
uh, Peoria Indian, and they're like, "Oh yeah, with your blonde hair and your blue eyes." <laughs> yeah, with your blonde hair and your blue eyes, yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> one of the things I ask is, uh, is what what do we want people to know about Native American women in the year 2022 and um, the perception of them. And, 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 you know, I've talked to so many women that are doing so many different things. And what's interesting is very few of them. I don't think I've talked to one woman yet who is just one tribe. They're usually a conglomeration of two to four tribes or more. Um, so as you're kind of letting this, hopefully letting maybe the podcast kind of spur you towards more knowledge, um, you know, it's like, do you feel like that you're going to be digging into your roots a little deeper now? Just oh, as, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And as far as, um, you know, Native American women, uh, 2022 and, and, mm-hmm. you know, Going further, um, something that really resonated with me um, at that annual meeting, like they were talking about the number of um, Native American women who went missing and, yes, um, you know, were were kidnapped and, and mistreated, and that just that that really stuck with me. And you know, you um, I saw something. There was like a TV show on the other day, and I think it was one of those that was like based on true events or something like that. But, um, you know, just, just to know that that happened all those years and even that it's still happening today, you know, my, my biggest, um, want is that, you know, Native American women, um, just stand up and, and join together. You know, like you said, some of these women Mm -hmm. are from different tribes and, Mm -hmm. I think it would be great for for everyone, you know, to just be be joined and and you know just like a strength in numbers type of thing. Like, hey, this you know we're we're different tribes, but this this really connects us and brings us together. And um, you know, just just to have that strength so that these things don't don't keep happening and um, that these these particular women aren't being mistreated and taken and you know um i just i think that that women these women should you know rise up together yeah i think so too you know it's interesting interesting i had a person call me today that had heard about they had been they had heard about the podcast and they were talking to me about being a guest and um and and she's a musician and she wanted to be a guest. She had heard about it. And she said, I haven't heard anything like this. And I wanted to be a guest. And so she said, I'm sending you all my travel information, my website and stuff. Well, when I went to go look for music, if you listen to the, if you listen to the, the music at the front of the Bloodlines program, um, I had the hardest time finding like Native American music that I, that I liked. And he, my producer narrowed it down to about six different songs and sent it over and the one that you hear is the one that I chose um but have you ever thought of maybe dabbling a little in Native American music I would love to actually my my sister and I were talking about um a while back 
um, the like the powwows. That's that's on my bucket list. Um, she and I both want to go, and that's I think that's going to be my you know everybody each year you try and make a, a bucket list of things to do. Yeah, and, sure. And next year I would love to to make that happen, but um, yeah, there's just there's so much great music, and I know they do like a lot of drum drum stuff at the powwows, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. But um, yeah, and I think you and I I had kind of asked you you know, about the, the music at the beginning, because yes. it was, it was so unique, and um, yeah. I feel like, you know, with all music, there's, there's meaning behind it, but I just feel like with, um, with Native American music, there, there's, there's probably, probably even more um, in-depth meaning, and, and, um, you know, spirituality to it, and yeah, that's, that's something that I would absolutely love to to maybe dabble into or or at least you know go and and witness it firsthand in person. Sure. I feel like um, I feel like a powwow would be would be a great start to, to yeah. do that. Yeah, I agree. You know, when I picked that out, I uh, like I said, I had six different songs that he had sent over, and um, I I I felt like that the one that I chose just was uh, thoughtful, little thoughtful, little, it was a little haunting, but a little thoughtful. And I loved that. I loved the women's voices in that song. I love the way that the women's voices were used. And, um, have you, do you ever, have you seen a bloodline, Aaron? Have you ever seen what a bloodline looks like? No. Well, I describe it like this. You can ask the tribe, you can go to the tribe and you can ask the tribe and they will provide your bloodline to you. You have to ask for it. Really? Uh, yeah. Cause there's, you know, there are, I mean, enrollment, we're very private, like nothing goes out of the enrollment committee. It's a very private committee, very private, but just because you're dealing with bloodlines and things like that. So there's a confidentiality is really important, but if you ask for it, they will get you a copy of the bloodline, but you have to officially ask for it. Okay. So just, just, asking for a copy yeah oh wow yeah and a bloodline looks a lot like a basketball bracket that's what I say it looks like a bracket so every line is traced so actually our bloodline goes back very very far in the tribe like like you can trace it and so much so that they are Peoria names like they are Peoria names. They're not an English name. They're a Peoria name. So you go from English names to Peoria. Wow. So, you know, it, it's, you know, I think that it's interesting that I've talked to so many people for this so far, because there's 12, 12 women every in a season. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've had more than one of them say that this has made them want to look at their roots a little farther, you know, which actually was not my, was not my real intention with this, with this podcast. Um, but it's enabled me to like, I think that, you know, the future of the tribe really depends on the women that are in their twenties and thirties, you know, picking up a mantle of teaching, the people around them or talking to their family or, you know, so 
I just feel like that no matter what, this has been a really good thing. And, and, um, do you have any parting words that you want to say or anything, any thoughts that you have, or do you want to talk about before we go? I don't think so. Maybe on a side note, um, now knowing, <laughs> let me interview you, um, <laughs> on a side note, <laughs> you know, you're, you're on that committee. I'd love to know kind of what, what your role entails. Um, that's, that's really fascinating. I, I didn't like, I knew, I think I knew you were on the committee, but, um, sounds like there's, there's a lot that goes into it. So it would be, yeah, you know, it's a monthly thing. So I'm there once a month Mm -hmm. and, um, it's basically looking over, like, let's say somebody has a baby and they do the paperwork, you know, we, we look at the paperwork, we look at birth certificates, we trace the line. We just basically uh, make sure everything's kind of all in order. Um, because if if you are in the Peoria tribe, you can't really be in another. I mean, you, you're in another tribe, but you can't be enrolled in another, another tribe. So okay. we kind of watch for that kind of thing. And, and um, just basically, it's a lot of looking at paperwork is what it is. But um, in order to keep tribal enrollment pure, then an enrollment committee will just trace everything back and we make sure all the paperwork's in order. And uh, there are three of us on the committee and we've all been on the committee for a really long time. And then there is like a direct, there's like a director and another person that sits in there with us and they actually prepare all the paperwork. And it is extremely, it's confidential work because it's about people's family records. So it's confidential work. And so that's just a given the confidentiality is a given. And, um, you know, I really, um, appreciate and value that I'm picking up that mantle from my mom. It meant something to me, you know, when the chief came to me and said, Hey, would you consider being on this committee? And, and it's been just, uh, an education ever since. Um, but basically we just check bloodlines. That's what we do. So cool. Yeah, that's what enrollment is, and um, and and everything. So, um, yeah, it's been good and a very fun part of kind of me seeing how tribal business is handled and how everything happens within a tribe and how important a chief is to a tribe and all of those things. So it's been a real education and and I consider it an honor and a privilege to be part of that committee. I'm very honored to be on that committee and um, everything. So that's what that's what an, an enrollment committee does. It traces the bloodline. Well that's cool. Yeah. And um now that I know I can go up there and, and request that that's that's gonna be next time I'm up um in the Miami, Oklahoma area, I'm gonna come up and and check that out. That's so cool. I had no idea that that was just easily accessible. Yeah. Coming right from Grandma Ruby. Right from Ruby. That's where it's <laughs> from. So, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today and joining me today on Bloodlines. I, I've loved talking to you. I know we're family, but this is not really something we talk about much. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it more, but I just appreciate you coming and being a part and uh, maybe we'll talk to you again in a, in a year or so to see if you're a little farther down the line with your research. Um, 
on tri- on just what it means to be a tribal member. Absolutely. See if I made it to that powwow. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to Bloodlines. We're so glad to have you. We're so glad to have my very first niece in the world, Erin Dethridge. Um, and Erin, thank you so much. And I do hope you'll come back sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, hey, ho, hey, ho. Wait.